Welcome to Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality. And I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive artist, Nicole Bowman. I want to thank you guys very much for being a part of Live the Light and for sharing your light with me tonight. Uh, you can catch us Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, or you can also catch us on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash live the light. Um, and please like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, however you choose to share these episodes is great because that allows the channel to grow and build. Um, so tonight's show is going to be about dealing with confused people who think they're witches or psychics or mediums or spiritual workers. Um, and maybe time and experience has shown you that these people are mistaken by how they're identifying themselves. We're going to talk about how to deal with those types of energies um, and, and how to hold yourself and your head high and how to move along your magical path and your spiritual path in the way you see fit. But before we do that, I'm just going to open in prayer. So I surround us with the light of the Holy Spirit and I call on the energy of the one true living creator and I call on the energy of Jesus, the master teacher. My prayer and affirmation is to be a clear channel for spirit, that clear, accurate, loving information come through and that it help you grow, it help you heal, and it help you do your magic. And it's so. Amen. So if you are just tuning in, my name is Nicole Bowman. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive artist. Um, and this show is Live the Light. And it's a show about personal growth through spirituality. Airs every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. And you can always listen to the archives as well and follow the show if you're listening from your Blog Talk Radio page. Um, but I was inspired to do this show tonight because... As many of you know who listen on a regular basis, and maybe for some of you who are new to this, you may not know, but I am a magical practitioner. I am a psychic, I'm a medium, and I've been this way my entire life. And early on, I was incredibly reluctant to call myself those things. I was incredibly reluctant to call myself a witch or a psychic or a medium or a healer or any host of those things because um, I'm not a huge fan of labels. But what I found um, as I grew is that um, I rarely, if ever, called myself that, but that's what the people called me, whether it be my friends, my family, my parents, whether it be people that were complete strangers who didn't know me, whether it be clients. And so over a period of time, these words, these names, these labels, um, in some respects were given to me by the people that I helped and by the people that knew me. Um, it was for a long time, not something that I called myself at all. Uh, and I sensed that maybe for me, it was just because who and what I was, that's just who I am. So the abilities that I have, they are gifts, but they are natural to me. Yes, you have to fine tune them. Yes, you have to make them better, but they're just natural to me. They're as natural as breathing or walking or dancing. It's normal for me. You know, but one of the things that was incredibly difficult for me growing up uh, as a child and then also moving into my adulthood and into my 20s, it was really difficult uh, once people did notice paranormal activity or supernatural abilities or different things around me because there were a lot of folks that started to become afraid of me. And for a long time, I was ostracized. I mean, I was ostracized by my family. Uh, sometimes I was in physical danger. Sometimes I was attacked physically. Sometimes I was attacked spiritually by other people because they felt threatened by me or whatever they felt was around me. And so these were some very difficult, damaging and trying times. And in those times of isolation, and in those times where I really had no other human being to depend on, I had to learn how to lean on God. I had to learn how to lean on my spirits and I had to learn how to lean on myself, you know. And so 
um, in this day and age, when we go into spiritual communities, whether they be online or off, and we're in this uh, period of self-initiation where everybody is suddenly a witch or a warlock or an earth angel or, you know, a, a self-initiated being, you know, in a, in, in a traditional African path where you can't be self-initiated, but people are initiating themselves and calling themselves something. For those of us who have really struggled to find our way and to hold tight to our magic and have our integrity and our, our human dignity, it can be very difficult and I think sometimes very offensive um, when individuals who have no idea what they're talking about will come into these spaces and declare that they are what we are. You know, um, it's tough, you know, and how do you circumvent that? How do you deal with that? How do you deal when you're connecting with people who are clearly maybe spreading misinformation in magical and spiritual communities, maybe they haven't studied, maybe they don't have the life experience, maybe their magic hasn't been tried or tested, yet they're a self-professed expert. You know, in times like that, I think it's really important not to get too caught up in personalities and not to make enemies of other people, right? Um, I, I think it helps better to look at the ideology and the motives behind why someone is saying what they're saying than actually make an enemy of that person. But the thing that I will say is that, you know, the, the, the way that you move forward in spite of that annoyance and maybe in spite of sometimes feeling as if someone is not respecting your ancestors, they're not respecting, you know, the, the witches and the mediums and the psychics and the healers who died you know, so that we could worship openly and publicly, you know, and, and there are individuals who don't understand that history and they don't respect that. Yes, it can be very offensive and very hurtful to the history and to the lineage, but what you have to do is, that is why you must keep your book of shadows. That's why. The book of shadows, your magical journal, your magical diary, uh, your trials and tribulations, it's not just for you. It's for the witches and spiritual workers who come after you that are gonna carry on the tradition. And not only that, it's a way of maintaining your sanity and your sense of peace. It's a way of tracking your progress as a magical worker and a spiritual being, right? So what you do is you hold on to the secrets. You know, there, there may be bits and pieces and tidbits that you share with the masses, that you share with the general public, that you share in groups. That's fine. But there are certain things that are only for you and they're only for your offspring or they're only for the witches, the psychics, the mediums, the healers who are now children that will carry on the tradition later when they're old enough. So you hold those things close to your heart and you keep the most important things private and you keep the most important things secret and you don't share it with people who can't understand it and don't have the minds to comprehend it. And in truth, that's the way it's always been. You know, spiritual workers, we are the keepers of secrets. There are many things that I share on my Facebook page, on my radio show, uh, on my website, but there's much more that I don't share because what I learned early on is that in every witch, in every healer, in every psychic, in every medium, in every spiritual worker, there is a piece of us that those who don't understand can never touch. And you have to keep that piece of you sacred. You've got to save it for the future spiritual workers who will understand. You got to save it for the people who will appreciate. You know, if you feel that someone is peppering you with questions or pulling on your energy, if there is someone declaring that they're a wizard or a warlock, but they can't meditate for five minutes, 
They can't manifest money. They can't manifest a lover. They can't manifest love. They can't protect themselves. If there is not a clear demonstration of magical ability that is sufficient and grounded um, and functional, then you already know what you're dealing with because witches are magical practitioners. So naturally, without any tool, you can perform magic, which basically means you create a tangible change in your physical reality through your words, thoughts, deeds, energy. The second thing is that witches can tell the future. They're very psychic. The third thing is that witches can naturally transmit healing energy from their body to someone else's who needs it. And the final thing is that witches are here to serve. We're here to serve the earth, our spirits, and humanity. And we're here to help people evolve. So if someone is professing to be that, and their life in no way reflects those tenets and those principles, then just quietly in the back of your mind understand that maybe the individual is misguided. Maybe they don't know what they're talking about. Maybe they want to feel or be special. And I think in cases like that, it works better not to correct someone, but just to allow them to be and allow them through their own time and experience to figure out who they are and who they are not. But the one thing that I will say, you know, and I said it before and I'll repeat it again, the people call you witch. The people call you shaman. The people call you teacher. These are names that are given to you by the people long before you start calling yourself that, you know, and that's what I've seen and that's what I've witnessed and that's what my experience has shown me and taught me. So just hold on to your traditions. Hold on to what is deep in your heart. Hold on to your secrets. Hold on to those life lessons and wait to share them with somebody who really is going to appreciate them. That's how you circumnavigate and circumvent these individuals who maybe they want to be a part of a magical life or magical experience, but they're not willing to do the soul work that it takes to get there. That's how you circumnavigate. You share it with your people. You share it with your tribe. And I want to be clear about something. I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about soul. Those you connect with soul to soul. They're your tribe. You share it with them. And the other little pieces that might be helpful, you can share this or that with the public. You can share this or that with some people, but there are certain things that remain sacred. And only you know what those things are. And you keep them sacred and you keep them secret and you hold on to them until the time is right to pass it on. And so I will leave you with that. I am wishing you an amazing week and an amazing month. And check back every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we talk about personal growth and spirituality. Always remember to live your light, live your bliss, and love yourself. Take care, guys.